Welcome to episode 12 of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm still Eric. <laughs> I don't know why that threw me <laughs> off so much. <laughs> Are you ready to do your scripted you rest totally, of it? You totally threw me off. Okay. <laughs> you uh, have to keep this in. Yeah. No, I'm supposed to say I'm Tony and you're supposed to say... I'm Eric. And then I'm supposed to say... And in this podcast, we pick a couple of questionable movies with the same theme, and then yeah. we rate them in a few different categories to figure out which one is better. Right. I could cut it out if I wanted. Maybe. I don't think you should. Okay. All right. So people can see the kind what of torment you the put scenes. me through yeah, behind exa- the scenes. Exactly. Uh, Gaslighting yeah. you. But anyway, this week, our theme was basically Stephen King movies. I had a more elaborate theme. Stephen King alien movies. Stephen King alien movies. But I had a more elaborate theme. But it's supposed it to involve like butt bleeding. Just, it was just supposed to involve like bodily fluid horror. Orifice horror. But unfortunately, the Tommyknockers movie did not deliver on the promise of the It was like a lifetime movie or something. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't deliver on much else either, though, to be fair. It delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Consistent with the rest a of the Tommyknockers. A little lean on laughs and or entertainment. Yeah, you're giving, you're spoiling it for people, Eric. I was There's not some, the one who spoiled that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Many people are to blame. I am not one. Of them. Yeah, yeah. So again, usually, I think the '90s played a big part in the spoilage <laughs> yeah. of that movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the the movie was definitely foiled by just being in the '90s <laughs> and also being a TV movie. So yeah, the first the first one that they, that we did was Tommy Knockers, and then the second one that we did was Dreamcatcher, which did at least follow the promise of the book and have some sort of bodily fluid malfunction caused right. by aliens, also written by Stephen King. More orifice uh, horror. Right, right. So getting into so we watched Tommy Knockers first because not only was it f- first made, it was also four and a half hours long. Yes, yeah, it was three hours long because it was a TV miniseries in two parts, and we figured we would not want to watch that one second. Also, it was a whopping eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yowza. So keeping with our rule of doing the worst one first, and boy, did we succeed. You know what was interesting? First thing I want to say about that is there there was a lot of, of stories and books that really would need to be long. Not that There was one. no reason why that needed to be three hours long. This, you could have easily made that a 90-minute movie. It was mind-boggling. This wasn't Lord of the little, Rings or something. Yeah. yeah, completely baffling how little actually happened in the movie. Right. It I was, was thinking, almost, like, his books are huge. So I yeah. figured, like, there was a lot going on. This one did not it, have anything It was almost, going on. dare I say, interesting how little went actually right. happened. Like, surprising. So it, it honestly was on one of the things that kept me watching was like, is something, something gonna, gonna happen? happen. Yeah. <laughs> how about now? Uh, it didn't. Nothing, a lot of digging yeah, nothing, in the nothing woods. Nothing happened. Nothing um, happened, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of gray makeup that got applied to actors right. to make, make them, them look, look like ashy. Yeah, meth addicts or something. Uh, okay, so anyway, let's get into it. Tommy Knocker's quick summary: As all Stephen King stories are, it's set in a Maine town. Uh, are they all really in Maine? Almost all of them are in Maine. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so I actually went through a pretty long phase where I read a lot of Stephen King novels. And he is very bad about doing the exact same elements in every one. Almost every one is set in Maine. He always has to have an alcoholic Maine character. Really? A lot of times they're all writers. Because, yeah, because I guess he's just like, what does is he Stephen an alcoholic? King do? He did used to be, a, I think, a drug addict. Possibly also an alcoholic. They are not mutually exclusive. No. And actually, it's funny because for Tommyknockers, he says, he himself calls it a quote-unquote awful book. And says, he, <laughs> and says he wrote it at the height of his drug addiction right before he kicked it. 
So I guess uh, I guess a lot of what's wrong with the movie is in the book. I read this. But why book. would they try to make a movie out of it then if it was garbage? Yeah, I, I, I guess they could probably get it cheap and it had his name on it. So they're like, why not? Yeah, they figure they figure people will watch a Stephen King thing and. Uh, Families are always looking for something to watch on TV so they can watch a weird Stephen King movie together. Yeah. I don't really know, but I definitely read the book. I don't remember a lot about it. I didn't like it. It wasn't good, so I don't know why I thought the movie would be okay. But the one element... <laughs> well, we just had to go with the theme. It was the yeah, only other one that was supposed to involve the, orifice bleeding. The, the one element of it that I remembered that really impressed upon me as a kid was that uh, there were a lot of female characters in this book. And, You're talking about in the book. Yes, yeah. in the book, not in the, in the movie. The movie also has a lot of female characters. Right. But in the book, we already alluded to the fact that this is an alien movie. So there's some, there's an alien ship in the ground that they start to dig up, and it starts to have an effect on all the people in the town. And for the women, it makes them menstruate uncontrollably. Like fatally? Uh, yeah, basically, it's like killing them. They're, their teeth are all falling out, their bodies are falling apart, they're menstruating uncontrollably. But they feel good, though, or something, they apparently? They feel elated. Yeah, they're like but euphoric. They, but they're like completely falling and compelled, apart. Yeah, physically. And, and that, the movie the, did feature most of that, except for the heavy flow. <laughs> yeah, I remember in the book, they described like going to the store and trying to find like tampons and stuff. And that was really, they were really horrified. I mean, he lived up to his uh, master of horror moniker because I was pretty horrified by that as a kid. It's the only part I remember. And when I realized that Dreamcatcher had a similar element, except it was uncontrollable farting and pooping. And alien pooping. Yeah, I went, oh, let's see which one is worse or which one is better ostensibly i guess so massive disappointment because tommy knockers the tv movie from 1993 did not have the balls didn't have the stones to put uncontrollably menstruating reference it nope not once all they did was have teeth come out people's teeth would fall out and they would look great and skin got a little peely on the on her back and everything yeah they get a little sweaty you know their lips would be kind of gray and ashy right uh anyway but the actual story is the main character is bobby who is marge helgenberger from CSI. Bobby finds a spacecraft on a property that's buried in the dirt. It's not even her property. It. It's out in the woods. Is it? Oh, I couldn't tell. It, no, because yeah. you're talking about like, don't go in the woods. No, okay. Makes sense. So she trips that's over That's what this, I got out of it anyway. She trips over the spaceship in the woods, starts digging it up. Her boyfriend, Guard, played by... Yeah, his name is Guard. Yeah, played by uh, the guy Phantom from... Menace's Jimmy Smits. Oh, is that what he's from? He's... Uh... I, I knew him from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, he's... Uh... Princess Leia's father. Well, adopted, okay. obviously. He's not Darth Vader. Uh, I try not to remember much about that movie. Yeah, I... Eh, what can I say? <laughs> I listen to a lot of bad movie podcasts. So, <laughs> um, that's probably the only reason Low-hanging I know. fruit, yeah, Phantom Menace. That's probably the only reason I know who he is. So he's the boyfriend of Bobby. The two of them start digging this up. It starts having an effect on all the townspeople. He has a metal plate in his head, so it doesn't affect him. Right. It gets the townspeople to start digging it up more and more. And then they start trying to, like, kill anybody that it's Well, they start not... having, like, almost like a hive mind and talking to each other and realizing oh, yeah, that... yeah, they're all telepathic. And realizing that, like, it's not getting everybody, so they need to take out the people who it isn't getting. You don't really know exactly what it's trying to get them to do yet. Yeah. Which I still think I don't know, really. I, I, I Other than think... uncover the ship, I guess. But right. Some people were being, like, cocooned for energy, but not everybody. Yeah. And this kid got, like, 
sent to the cornfield, basically. But he really just got cocooned. He was getting cocooned, too, like matrixed caught, for yeah. being batteries. They, they referenced him being like batteries or for energy or something. So the matrix stole from Tommy Knockers. Right. I knew it. Yep. Um, it's all been a Stephen King movie this whole time. Right. So eventually, Guard realizes... <laughs> what? Nothing. I was going to try to make a book about Stephen... Or I mean, a joke about Stephen King telling, saying, like, are you telling me I can write books? But I couldn't come up with something funny. Oh, yeah. That wasn't funny. I know. Well, that's... <laughs> you made me say it! This will get edited out. Nope. It's staying in. <laughs> I said I was trying to come up with a joke. I didn't say that was a joke. Well, people need to see the process a little no. bit. It's like sausages. Understand it's not all Those who love natural. sausages and respect the law should never see either being made and that goes for my jokes too sure sure okay well jimmy smith's eventually decides he needs to destroy this ship because it's destroying the His woman wife that he is loves. too ugly would not bang her anymore although yeah, he did he, he did. banged her at her growth he's to, a fucking trooper well he had he to convince he realized that like i need to convince them that i'm being taken over by the green power e2 or else they're gonna try and kill me so he's like, oh, I'm totally with it now. Let's bang. And then he's like, oh, fuck. She's yeah. so gross. <laughs> yeah. So he convinces her to take him down into the ship. They find a bunch of alien bodies. Uh, the aliens start coming to life because they're feeding off of the powers of the people. Right. Uh, Jimmy Smith somehow cures Marge Heldenberger. Well, when he, there's an alien down there. And when he kills this one particular alien, she becomes cured. But not everybody else. Yeah, just her. So she becomes cured enough to free the little kid that had gotten sent to the cornfield slash alien ship. Low rent Robert Duvall like rescues or helps kill the alien. He helps kill the main bad guy in the town, which is actually oh, a right. bad girl, which is Tracy Lords, the porn Tracy, actress. That was so funny. Because yeah. we're watching this movie <laughs> and I keep being like, Oh, this girl's been in something. And then I'm like, I know I've seen this girl before. And I probably said like fifteen times. I'm like, all right, who is this? And he's like, Oh, she's uh what's her name? Tracy Lord. I'm like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I wonder what yeah, I've seen her I, I, in. I've, I've, now I remember. Yeah, I've definitely seen her in stuff. <laughs> I legitimately didn't know who she was, though. Uh, so I was like, I know, this looks so familiar. I've seen her somewhere before. Tracy, Tracy it. Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so next one, Robert Duvall. Is that Robert Duvall? Marge Helgenberger gets the kid and the dog out of there. And then and the Jimmy dog. Smith's telepathically flies the sh- spaceship into the sky and explodes it, and then all the town people Oh, he was in it when it blew? I think I wasn't really watching at this point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was I in it. I knew it flew off, but I didn't know he had like died in I'm it. I'm 85% sure he was in it. It did not make a difference in the movie. So he flies- By the way, the ship was really ugly looking when it was like literally a bunch of like styrofoam rectangles <laughs> yeah. sticking out of the ground. And when the ship came up out of the ground, it looked nothing like that. Yeah. It was the cheapest was- set ever. Yeah, that was a, um, an amazing continuity error. And inside it, it looked like Batman and Robin, <laughs> sort of, with like right. rubber aliens and all the icicles were just like clear plastic. plastic yeah, like hard plastic. They were plastic. like trying not to punch too hard so that right. they wouldn't actually break it. Um, it reminded me of like a Star Trek episode where if they need the ship to shake, they shake the camera yeah. and, and everyone <laughs> pretends to fall over. Right, a little preview for our scores there. Uh, I thought you said we were going to talk about things as they came up this time. I did promise that I was not going to make us wait to talk about anything. And this episode has been a disaster so far. (laughs) Everything is just all over the place. Yeah, cats and dogs living together. Porn stars. and (laughs) It's complete chaos and I don't like it at all. And let me finish my summary. Uh, (laughs) Please continue. That was it with your freedom, Eric. Oh, Uh, Jesus! I'm taking. I'm taking the reins back. I'm so near the end. I'm almost there. I can see it. Okay, Jimmy Smith (laughs) blows up the spaceship, and I guess that's it. That was it. I don't know why. Marge Helgenberger. She gets healed except for her tooth. Everyone gets healed 
And Except for their she, teeth that have fallen out, yeah, I think. Yeah, their teeth, they, they don't get, grow their teeth back. Uh, it's very biologically accurate. And she sits in the woods with her dog while we listen to a bad poem that Jimmy Smith's wrote. Also, you forgot that like when under the influence of the green power, they could make all these weird devices without really knowing yeah, how. Yeah, yeah. And it's not interesting. It's not interesting because they're stupid yeah. shit. And that takes up the vast majority of the movie. Right. Is all of these stupid inventions like that they have. Like an old lady spinning a plate to polish silver or something. I'm pretty sure they did that in the Middle Ages. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Right after the printing press, they made the... A polishing yeah, silver device. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the ratings. The way that the ratings work is we have four categories that we rate each movie in. One is acting, how many porn stars are in the movie. So uh, five out of five. This one's five out yeah. of five. Yeah. Uh, no. So it's acting, visuals, structure, and entertainment value. And we can each give up to five points in every in each category and at the end i'll total up the points that each movie got and whichever one gets the most points is considered the better movie this is going to be an easy one I'm gonna, oh yeah well i think there's going to be a clear winner okay. we'll see we'll see that's my that's my prediction Right. So, starting off with acting. I'll go ahead and start off on this one. Uh, and I forgot my acting score. So oh, what? Yeah. Amateur. So, <laughs> this was a TV movie. Right. And we got TV movie level acting. I, I gave it a 1.5. I gave it exactly 1.5. So, too. our two main leads, Jimmy Smits and Mark Helgenberger, were They did fine. fine, yeah. And they were our two main leads. But since this is a Stephen King movie, there are shitload of characters most of which have are, nothing are to fairly do minor, except yeah. be evil. He loves his evil characters. He really does. And I mean, well, they weren't a, evil until they were possessed or whatever by the well, aliens. Well, even there was there was one. You know, a couple of the townsfolk are married, and Tracy Lords is this uh, slutty postal yeah, which is carrier. Hilarious. And uh, and the guy from the Revenge of the no, it wasn't him. It was the guy from the Revenge of the Nerds was with the dad. It was yeah. this other guy who's been in other things, but I don't remember what. Yeah, and so the the postmaster is cheating on his cop wife with porn star slash postal worker Tracy Lords, right. and he's just ridiculously evil about it he's he's not remorseful he's like, at bitch, all god yeah, he, he comes home and like <laughs> she's yells like do you love me anymore and he's like oh just shut up she, and then like, goes and bangs the girl dinner and he like right. stomps on it practically <laughs> he's like oh, i'm leaving gosh and goes and quit asking me if i love you yeah all day they go on like a day-long excursion to yeah he's bang. just always banging her it's just it's preposterous i mean i i've never partaken in an illicit but to be affair, honest most but... postal workers don't look like her <laughs> I, it, that, that is a fair point. Now, but the, speaking of the cops, there was this really weird, like, the <laughs> lieutenant, or who, or the captain, I don't know what her rank was, yeah, but the sheriff, boss... I think. Uh, was it a sheriff? I thought yeah. it was police. But the boss of that wife, cop, she was giving, in the beginning of the movie, she's giving these kids <laughs> a tour, and she's like, at the police station, and she's like, oh, here's my doll collection, yeah. and it's a room full of dolls. Yeah. Just the creepiest dolls that she could possibly find, and she keeps them at the police station. And then one of them, like, moves and scares the kids, and she's like, which one of you scared the kid? Like, is that supposed to, she knows that they move and shit? I don't know. Is it supposed know. to be something that happens? I don't know. Anyways, the dolls acted like for shit. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. cast them in any movie again. Yeah, zero out of five yeah. bad doll acting. Yeah, but no. most of the minor roles were, I mean, the actors weren't bad. It was just really hammy and, like... It was TV cliched it, and yeah. just yeah. It was like soap opera slash like dramatic reenactment. Like early episodes movie. of yeah. some nineties like sitcom. Like said, there was there was an old man that was just like the we couldn't afford Robert Duvall character. Right. And uh, Revenge of the Nerds actually Robert Carradine uh, did not do a good job either. 
so he and, and no one else is of note these are just right the maybe only. they're all tv na- actors i don't know but uh helgenberger and smiths were they not were good enough to make up yeah. for it they did just I mean, they fine. did fine they would have been threes on their own yeah it just you know not but you add everyone else in there right. and there was there was just nothing there okay. and one porn star who doesn't get naked isn't going to make up for it no you you just get the actual porn star acting right so which was honestly above average for the movie <laughs> it was, she was one of the better ones yeah, in the exactly. movie so that's saying something about this movie all right uh moving on to visuals what did you give visuals a one and a half. I gave it a one. I bet your half is for the porn star. Yeah, I mean, I didn't it's, actually consciously think about that. Yeah, but maybe maybe she's not like one of your favorites, but I think the that most in the back most of, your of the thing was there. it was really nothing in it. The special effects were obviously terrible. The it, the whole look was like hazy and like washed out. It was like watching a never ending episode of Are You Afraid? Or like of the an Dark? old VHS or something. Yeah, it was like watching a Goosebumps. But they or, were it was really hazy and like nineties looking and. Yeah, just nothing to to look at the whole movie. Nothing really happens for most of the movie, and when it does, it looks like shit. So whenever they have anything to do with the aliens, they do this bright green laser color that they just sort of superimpose over. before over they had like digital everything. effects or just glows. Yeah. So and and then yeah, the the model of the alien ship looked like a cross between Batman and Robin in an old Star Trek episode. Right. So literally, there was just there was absolutely and also there was a, they go into this pet shop in the beginning. And like something happens, and the aliens get—I mean, the, the animals get spooked by the alien mm-hmm. energy or something—and they keep showing like increasingly more exotic animals. <laughs> like it shows uh, it's not a, a dogs and cats. Is it the vet? It's a vet. Okay. It would be more understandable if it was a pet shop. It's still weird because yeah. it shows like animals start to freak out. Then it shows a guy with an owl, and the owl's <laughs> freaking out. Then it shows a, mo- a huge monitor, like a komodo yeah. dragon, and then a cobra. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what kind of vet Who is the this? Fuck is bringing their co- pet cro- cobra to the and vet? And six foot long monitor free yeah. in the waiting room yeah it's, it, it's massive so movie, lizards owls and cobras a couple of really bizarre touches that i was like are they gonna go somewhere with this right, and is this a town of exotic animals that are right. gonna save them from the tommy knockers that are making them bleed out of their bottom orifices yeah, i wrote to low death? rent robert duvall here. yeah yeah but the cheap the woods thing was like inexcusably cheap yeah the, like the digging in the alien spaceship it was mm-hmm. literally like gray boxes so all right what did you give structure i think i gave it a one and a half you can't read your own writing it's really sloppy (laughs) (laughs) it's a one point something so it's got to be one and a half all right 1.5 i gave it a one okay because nothing happened yeah to me the movie made sense i mean like it It followed a a straightforward thing just structure wise it needed to be edited really badly yeah and it was really boring i have the feeling but it did make sense for the most part i have the feeling that since they wanted to make this a tv miniseries for some reason they just felt like they had to stretch it out to at least two parts at least an hour and a half each right but it, it was not called for at all there no. was nothing going no on way in to be story. so long no reason the, it why. really they could have made it two hour long yeah, things yeah the may, aliens too long. the aliens don't even show up until the end then there's one super lame alien fight where Jimmy Smith cuts its head off and then right. flies the ship away. Uh, and you really don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah, otherwise... Are they trying to, like, enslave all of humanity as batteries? Or, or how do they get buried in the... I don't know. You never know right. much nothing, of that. Right, nothing is explained. But, I mean, generally you get, okay, it's aliens. They're making people do work for them. 
somehow so that they can be nefarious. Okay, so I whatever. don't remember enough about the book, but I'm guessing that most of the intrigue in the book is supposed to come from the character interactions. Right, and, and the creepy since... like telepathy. and they, There's not really a way to get that across with like subpar acting and weird visuals. Voiceovers. Voiceover, yeah. And, and so they tried to fill the space with just a bunch of bad inventions. Right, and, that look like shit. Right, and that's just, I mean, that is that does not a movie make. I mean, this movie is so boring that... I didn't even care about the dog in it. Yeah. Like, and that's that's pretty bad if I don't care about the dog. The only purpose the dog served was to freak our dogs out whenever he started barking. Yeah, there's not no tension is like built, and you're like, okay, they're getting we they feel good from the energy. They're making weird devices, but like you don't get any sense that anything good or bad is necessarily going to happen. Right. So you're just like, well, something will probably happen soon, but yeah. I don't really care. And I don't care about any of the people either. And since this is a TV movie. It has constant like soap opera music in the background. Yeah, music that really does not match with the scenes. Overwhelming. It's too loud. Really hammy and loud. Yeah, and doesn't doesn't mix well with the imagery that's happening. And it's just constant. It's just like it was like someone someone was watching it during editing and went, "There's not enough happening," and then they just like threw more music in the background and thought that it would improve the movie. It did not. And then you know, going back to the characters, these characters. This, the Stephen King tropes are just, they're they are not fun to watch. The alcoholic, it served no purpose in the story. He really right. didn't have to be an alcoholic. Right. Uh, the the unmitigated evil from the Tracy and Lords First of all, it character. confused me for a while that they were like both writers. I like didn't know what was yeah. happening. I was like, yeah. what? Stephen King doesn't even know any other uh, profession. Yeah, he's other just, than everybody's like just super basic 50s professions like, a drugstore clerk, a postman, everyone else is yeah. writers. And, or policemen, everyone else is a writer. Yeah, and also the Wikipedia page makes a point of saying that Marge Helgenberger is a Western fiction writer. What fucking difference is it made? I do not remember that being a point. Well, he said something about, like, you want me to be one of the people in your books or something. Like, I, I got the impression in the movie that he, she was a romance novelist. Yeah, that is kind of what it seemed like. Because he said, like, I want to be one of your heroes or something. And I was like, I thought he was talking. The way they were saying it sounded like it was some kind of romance novelist. Um, well, it's, it's supposed to be a Western fiction writer, like Eric. Louis L'Amour or something. Uh, very important because the one thing Stephen King does know is the different types of writers. Oh, so, wow. So you have to delineate. Mud diversity. He was, he was a poetry writer. She was a Western fiction writer. Get it right. (laughs) Very, very different. Very realistic. Okay. Uh, That reminds me of this meme. You know that show like House Hunters? I don't know. One of those shows. HG tv or something mm-hmm. and there's these memes going around how it's like i'm a part-time harmonica tuner and she's like i sell avocado art on the internet our yeah. price is one million our like yeah. range is one million dollars I, I, have, I have seen those <laughs> yeah I, I get i didn't need to see house hunters to get it that right, was right. I, those are funny yeah 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 these these two very specialized writing characters were kind of like that right all right so moving on and he was to, a poet he wasn't even like a an, poet yeah he was a poet how yeah. many living poets make money <laughs> make a decent living yeah. decent enough to live in the night house in the woods of and a, poetry yeah a, a nice Mar- marge helgenberger girlfriend she's a breadwinner obviously yeah, <laughs> with yeah. her western romance fiction <laughs> all right so not what? an alcoholic poet i want to i want to hear about your entertainment score i put a one i put a zero a zero i put a zero i mean for movies that, that are i mean it was boring but I wasn't it made entertained sense at all. i wasn't entertained but there is a bit in the beginning where you just we have an inkling of want to see what's happening. You know see, what I mean? I, I, a zero I, is is literally you're saying it's as bad as it gets. I don't. I was more entertained than I was with Ender's Game. I was not 
angry like I was with Ender's right. Game. I was bored like I that, still, though. I still rated this higher than Ender's Game. But I would not I say... I guess I did overall. I but... would not say I was more entertained than Ender's Game. Uh, True. Ender's I Game, was less bored, yeah. though, and less angry. Yeah, it wasn't really... It was kind of difficult. I think it didn't hurt. Through. I mean, I, it didn't help that Ender's Game... I sort of knew the ending, so I really didn't give a fuck. Whereas this one, I didn't really know what was going to happen. So I was like, maybe something interesting will happen. So yeah. that, I think that little bit of like, maybe something will happen kind of kept me from being as bored. The only thing that really kept me watching this was to see if the women were going to start <laughs> Like if what you remembered. Yeah, because I was like, I know this happened in the book. And then I was looking stuff up during the movie, and a lot of things I was seeing about the book didn't mention right. the bleeding. And I was like, did I fucking make this I think this it should up? get at least a point five. Like, you don't think it gets any worse than this? Like, that's a bit harsh. I think if it gets worse than this, you it becomes it entertaining. Oh, really? By being yes. that bad? Yes. I mean, something to be worse than this would have to be like a non-moving picture. But I mean, you, you can't envision a movie that you're entertained less than this movie is what I'm saying. I think I only finished it because of the podcast. I don't think so I So there's nothing in between like... Okay, movie fine. I mean, you, I'm it, not going to want you to change your score. I'm just saying I, I, I gave it low. I gave it a one, but... I'll give it a point five. And there was some... I'll give there, it a point five. There were some humorous things like the... The doll collection and the coat up. machine that kills him. I was laughing at that. And the, all the pets in the... Yeah, you know, one of the inventions... We got like three or four good of, laughs. Yeah, one of the inventions that that one of the uh, people getting taken over made was they didn't like this one cop. The cop was played by the guy who, like, who was in Beverly Hills Cop, the the fat one, not the... And he was the one yeah. who was like, not getting turned by the powers. Yeah, or yeah. So they wanted to kill him. So they, he always went to this one coke machine in town. So they rigged it to blow off. <laughs> it like grabs his arm. clamped down on his his arm and, and then, then it, it blew he's up. like run away yeah <laughs> you're right it was it was funny when we saw the weird animals in the vet's office it was funny and like the 50 sex capades that the, they go on and yeah, stuff the, like that the doll collection there was a lot of sex in this uh none that was literally shown though like no, just no, no, no. really it implied was not graphic no. but there was a lot of a lot of making out a lot of humping uh a lot of tv sex so yeah. for, maybe for 93 tv sex it was it was quite a bit. Yeah, so really this movie was for nobody because it wasn't even for families. No. Okay, I gave it a point five because you're right. It was, it, it it had its moments. I did finish it. And I was not angry. And still. Like, that yeah, means I almost as bad as it gets. Yeah, I wasn't angry like I was for for Ender's Game. But, I mean, it just had almost no real Nothing, entertainment. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was definitely hurt more by the fact that it was so long. Yeah. If it had been shorter, if it had been regular movie length, yeah. I wouldn't have had... It wouldn't have felt so bad, you know? Right, like, but really we watched an did. entire movie, and then that was only the first half. Right. And then it stops, and you have to start it over for the second half. So that was painful. That was yeah. that was very, very painful. Yeah, you're right. But the question is, I mean, if I had to watch Ender's Game again, or this... I'd have to go with Ender's Game just I think, because of wow, the length. Shit, I don't know. Just the length. I mean, the length alone, you're probably right, but man, that'd be rough. Either one would be rough. Yeah, I think I'd be angry. But how much? Ender's Game's like 220, right? It's not. No, Ender's Game, I think, was like 145. Oh, right. We were like shocked at how short it was. It just felt like 220. I don't know. That whatever. That would be a rough I, Either way, that'd be rough. I cannot envision ever watching either of these movies again. No. So Unless there's some damn good riff tracks or something. Yeah, so I shouldn't have to. Make that decision. All right. Ever. Well, yeah. So I want to. I gave one point fives and everything except for entertainment. I gave one. One. So you gave it a five point five. Yeah. And I gave it a four after I begrudgingly allotted it a Which little. Which seems measly. too high for me. A five point five does seem too high. Yeah, you definitely gave it too high. I, I think, think your I structure sec- your structure score is too high. I think so. I'm I'm okay. I think with- it should have been like a 
four overall. Like I'm okay ones with your, on everything. I'm and, okay with your visual being a little higher than mine because of Tracy Lord and okay. all. But <laughs> I don't know if she deserves a four. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't do anything. An extra half point on yeah. her own. Yeah, but 5.5 is really That's high. Too you were very generous I to was. this movie. I might have been... I, I might have been a little harsh, but... Yeah, I was a little yeah. too generous, Do you want to revisit any of your scores? No, I'm just saying I think that's a little high. Okay. should have been probably four, but I, right. I don't, individually I don't care about it just All right, so overall... I mean, it probably... 1.5 for acting is fine, I think. It wasn't yeah, that yeah, bad. Yeah, it was not the But I think visuals movie. and structure probably should have each been one. Yeah. So it probably should be more like one and a half plus three, so four and a half mm-hmm. max. Is that what you want to... Yeah, Is that your that. final answer? Yeah, that'll be my final All right, answer. So we're one for visual, one for structure... Because also, also what I'm, all I'm doing is, it was such a long movie, I'm remembering like the parts that stuck out, but for most of the movie, like nothing was happening. Also, folks, Eric was on his computer the whole time. Right. So I watched, it was that boring. I watched most of the movie. You did not watch most of the I movie. I did. I watched most of it. Over the top of your laptop right. while you were doing something presumably a lot more interesting. Looking up Tracy Lord's <laughs> filmography or whatnot. I don't think you can even see most of her stuff. Because she was underage. Yeah, it's all illegal. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the second movie of the night, Dreamcatcher from 2003 with a whopping 30%. This one I had seen in theaters when I was, when was it? 2003? 03. So I was 18 or something. Yeah. Like 19 maybe. I had Long never, time ago. I'd never seen this one before. I tried to read the book. I did not get through it. I think the book, I tried to read it near the end of my Stephen King phase and I was just like, what's with the farting and the pooping and what <laughs> is going on? So I, I didn't get very far into it. So I was interested to see what the movie was going to be about. And uh, this movie was not at all it what I expected. decide what it wants to be about, I think. I thought it was going to be more centered with your four main characters in that cabin, in the snowy woods, right. dealing with this alien trying to get them. I thought that was going to be a lot more of the movie. And they actually pretty quickly kill off half of them. Right. And then go Two into the this main weird, characters. weird military quarantine Yeah, it becomes almost invasion. like an outbreak mixed with Independence Day, like immediately switching from like a creepy kind of alien horror movie and then back to like a hybrid of both of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was... It's really bizarre. I was... Uh, I, it sort of blew my mind because really I don't know why. It's kind of so, jarring. I had such a strong expectation for what this movie was going to be, and yeah. it was so different from that. So, what the movie actually is, it 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 does at first center on these four friends, right? Who, Damian Lewis as Jonesy, uh, Jason Oliphant, Lee. yeah, Jason Lee as Beaver, Oliphant <laughs> as Pete, something like that, and Thomas Jane as Henry. And these four friends have psychic powers because when they were kids, they saved this uh, disabled kid, mentally disabled, Eric. Okay. This mentally disabled kid. I won't won't say retarded. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This mentally disabled kid from bullies, and the kid actually turned out to have psychic powers, so he gave them all psychic powers. Slowly over a period of time, I guess. Yeah, so they're these four... Four they can talk friends. to each other. They can sort of tele- telepathically. They can sort of read people's minds, and they can find things. Yeah. Or at least one of them can. I don't know if everyone right. could do that. And they constantly talk about how much they love and miss Duddits, but they name. never invite him to anything. Right. That was a little. That was a little sad yeah. to me. So Duddits is the kid that gave him the powers, played by uh, the lesser Wahlberg. 
That was Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. and he was also the guy in Sixth Sense, wasn't he? He was. He likes to play like... He likes his, telep- he likes his telepathy. Yeah, he, had, he could talk to dead people. Mm-hmm. Always. Interesting. Uh, so, so every year, these four guys go on a hunting trip Camping, in this cabin. hunting lodge thing. And this year, basically as soon as they get there, uh, they come across this guy in the woods who's like all hurting and farting a lot and they bring him back to their cabin because they're like well you can fart here for a little while yeah and well he was lost they didn't he didn't know where he was yeah and he ends up pooping an alien out into a toilet and dying an alien worm yeah. yeah and the alien pretty quickly kills jason lee and takes over damian lewis and goes on like a journey to infect the rest of the world right at this point well, it was a different alien right there were a few over. different the worm aliens. like Remember the big alien comes up behind him, yeah, and explodes into vapor, which mm-hmm. he like accidentally or whatever breeds in. Yeah, there's a big alien that infects Damian Lewis. There's a worm alien that comes out of people's butts, and then the worm alien gives birth. It lays eggs to these really tiny little worms. But right. the big, the big butt worm is also like a vagina dentata mouth yeah. that like kills people that way. So pretty quickly, it kills Jason Lee. It takes over Damian Lewis. At that point, Oliphant and Thomas Jane were out. They encounter a woman who also is infected with this. They get with in a car accident. Worm. Yeah, they get in a car accident. They leave. So Thomas Jane has to leave Oliphant behind. He gets killed by... Does he? No, he eventually... Damien Lewis kills him. Whatever. Well, the alien this inside... This convoluted yeah, he, story. Yeah, he actually kills the buttworm because it bites his face and he rolls onto the fire and kills the buttworm that way. Yeah. And then the alien, or Damien Lewis that has been inhabited by the alien, picks him up and then they, he realizes that he's... But then he ends up blowing him up or something what's he do to him he like he bites him in half oh he ends up yeah turning back in the alien form and bites him in half because uh, they look like giant butt worms that run around like lizards yeah. with two legs thomas jane gets quarantined by the military which is led by morgan freeman and morgan freeman's eyebrows and tom sizemore and tom sizemore as the reasonable one right. which i found like, what movie is tom sizemore <laughs> yeah. the reasonable one especially I... when you have morgan freeman there right so morgan freeman was the crazy one and Tom Sizemore was the the hero. Thomas Jane expl- tries to explain the situation to them. And this is when it like abruptly them. changes from like a weird monster movie to like a military sci-fi movie. Right. And Thomas Jane is like he's he's getting signals from Damian Lewis, who's trapped in his own mind. He's like, I got to go get Duddits. Yeah, he's so he trapped goes. in his body with his like the aliens controlling his body, but he can still kind of perceive what's happening. I guess I don't know. Right. So Thomas Jane's like, I got to go get Duddits. So Tom, Tom Sizemore breaks him out. Morgan Freeman hunts, you know, goes on a hunt for them. Right. Uh, Thomas Jane and Duddits follow Damian Lewis to the water supply in Yeah, because they find out that the worm is going to get into the water aquifer or whatever the, and somehow infect everyone that way. Yeah, so they follow it there, and then Duddits turns into a badass alien and kills the other alien. Right. And Damian Lewis, now back in his regular form, squishes the little wormy that was going toward the water supply. And everyone's saved. Right, saved saved from the So I guess Duddits was supposed monsters. to have been an alien all along, is what I got out of it. I guess so. But he was dying of cancer, so I don't know what was going on. Yeah, and also they were like, this was Duddits' plan all along, to, to take four random dudes, make right. them telepathic, Get them killed in the process. And barely stop the alien and die in them. One of the, one of presumably hundreds, there's at least dozens of them. The alien, the army killed most of them right. by blowing up their spaceship. Right. And then he kills one just before it 
Gibson of the Waters. Yeah, so that is a... And also, I, I, I guess... I would say it's the tightest I mean, plan. Maybe he, he had an alien in him the same way that Damian Lewis did, but it was a good one. That's what I was kind of thinking. You think so? That's what I'm thinking. I have no idea, and it wasn't explained. Didn't matter. So let's get into the let's get into the scores. So what did you, what did you think about the acting? I didn't think the acting was bad. I put a three. Same here. I said three. Because we have a lot of accomplished actors in this. Mm-hmm. There's not very many other people in the movie other yeah. than a pretty good cast. Yeah. And all of them did fine. Yeah. I would say the four, the, the core four friends were all good. And the two army good. guys, yeah. They didn't have... The they, best they were chemistry given, is they real were given old some school shitty, friends. They were given some shitty lines and they couldn't but quite But they played them, them off work. pretty well. But they did pretty good. And Jason Lee even got a laugh out of us yeah. with a, when the when the alien is first... Well, with, they hear the guy <laughs> shitting his brains out and there's like a trail of blood going into the toilet and they're like, we're going to break this door down. He's like, I'm not entirely totally sure I want to go in there right now. <laughs> so it was, you know, he's he had enough chemistry to make his character work. Mostly they did. I will say Damian Lewis was given the impossible task of... Not okay. making that alien that alien personality because the yeah. way that they show the alien controlling Damien Lewis, with like a British accent, yeah, with this like oh governor, like horrible British accent, which Damien Lewis is British, so right. you know he can do a good one, but they had him do this ridiculous I didn't like. No, he was British. Yes, he never plays a British person, but he is interesting. So he should have done a better job at it, but they wanted him to do this like. Mary Poppins type accent instead of one that might have actually been sinister or something. So he's, so he'll like, he'll have this ridiculous British accent when he has to be the alien and then he'll like turn and talk to himself in his regular voice. I think it's It's more of his like affect that's weird other than the accent. The accent didn't sound that strange to me. Yeah. He was just doing like a voice too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know he didn't make it up. It's not his fault, but he couldn't make it work. Yeah, it was just awkward. And I would say... But they had to have some way to like visually represent when it's the alien talking, Mm -hmm. and that's what they came up with, and it was whatever. It didn't really work. I would say I felt like the Morgan Freeman character and the Tom Sizemore character should have been switched. The only reason it didn't really wouldn't have really worked that way, I think, is because in this Tom Sizemore looks fairly young. Yeah, it was the age. They needed needed Morgan Freeman to be old and Tom Sizemore to be young. But he was supposed to be like this kind of unhinged grizzled military leader who like literally shot this guy's hand off as like a punishment for making a stupid decision yeah and that was definitely more of like a tom sizemore type yeah and it was funny because as morgan freeman the actor is portraying this he's actually like making it somewhat sympathetic and the character did not need to be sympathetic it needed i mean i I can see why you needed to because they were he was basically operating under the assumption that like if one of these things does get out the whole planet could be taken over so i mean that is a sympathetic cause yeah you realize that almost anything's justifiable with that I, I knowing would, that that's the case i did not make it this far in the book but i would guess from what i know about stephen king characters that the guy's a little more unhinged he, than he is was probably and, way more evil in the book than he was in this like movie. he's using it as an excuse to be sadistic not really that he's just yes i would guess that and then tom sizemore is supposed to be the one who's like Oh, I want to do the right thing, right. and uh, it, which was completely unbelievable. But anyway, overall, yeah, yeah. honestly, everyone Acting did a good job. Fine. Three. I will say, this movie, <clears throat> we went from Tommyknockers, which was almost all women, to fucking Lawrence of Arabia yeah. here. They had with, one woman who barely speaks and dies of a buttworm, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think and, she oh, said and a then it thing. shows Duddis's mom later, but that's it. Yeah, so otherwise, all, all male characters, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, all right, so moving on to visuals. What was your visual? I gave it a one and a half. Yeah? yeah. Wow, you hit it pretty hard. I um, think there's a lot that I, that really didn't work for me, which is funny because I remembered this when I watched it the first time, and it definitely happened again, to where like I actually really liked this movie 
up until right after the buttworm kills Jason Lee and everything, then I'm just like kind of falls apart for me. This I'm like, this is getting weird and good. Like there's this alien exploding on this dude's butt. They're trapping in the toilet and they have yeah. to figure out like that. I really like that scene yes. up until like the alien appears behind him and looks like this st- looks stupid. I completely agree. This movie, I thought it was going to be four friends in a cabin stuck with this alien and it right. should have been that. Right. It absolutely should have been that. Uh, because you're right, it was like intriguing with these four characters and you're right. getting to know them. And yeah, this guy's shitting, he's literally shitting to death. What the right. hell is going on? And then, pl- and then an alien plops yeah, out and, and it's then, trapped and in there. And then Jason Lee actually makes a joke. You're like, hey, maybe we're going to get a little humor right. here. Um, then the movie completely honestly, transforms. I think the look, so I gave it a two and a half for visuals. Okay. Um, because I think the look, especially in the cabin and the for alien For me, it was totally people, hit or miss. Like that I really liked. Yeah. I liked the look of like the red fungus. Yeah. I did not at all like the look of the aliens other than the buttworm. Like the buttworms... Buttworm looked good. They didn't I, look amazing. It's just older special effects, but it looked fine. The buttworm was a good design. design. It was a good design. The special, it was 2003 The graphics, were, graphics. were good for what they were at the time. They didn't detract from it too much, and it was a good creepy design and everything. The tall, like the full-grown aliens looked retarded, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, overall there was a lot that I, yeah, that didn't work for me after that initial... Like the aliens running and changing and all that stupid stuff just looked kind of stupid to me. No, you're right. It kind of did. I think I was uh, a little generous on this one because this group of four friends is like the most good looking group of four friends (laughs) that anybody (laughs) has ever had. Realistically, I was just thinking if if I had a group of four friends that looked like these guys and I was a woman in like my 30s, I would, it would just be like. You are a woman in your 30s. Oh, I am. And my (laughs) friends don't look like that. (laughs) It's very disappointing. Ouch, to your friends. <laughs> Some of my friends look like that. Okay. I, uh, I mean, they're not all the absolute best yeah, looking guys. These aren't guys. like male model d- looking dudes or well, something. Well, they kind of are though. As a group, you put them together. They're like normal looking people. Yeah, right, they do but... not look like normal looking people. If you yeah. were to come across them, you'd be like, damn, damn, damn. So you would get lost in the woods? Well, it's funny because... Like, we, if I had to poop out a butt worm, I'd do it at I their guess cabin. I guess at one point in my life, I did have a group of friends that looked like this because... We have Eric and I have a little story about one of our best friends now, who we got to know a few years ago. Actually, became friends with us because when she first moved into town, she was supposed to go to trivia with friends, and they all bailed on her. So she decided to join a random group. Uh, four of the guy friends in our group including were playing myself. trivia, including uh, one Yours one who's here. Truly. Yeah, was playing. None of the girls went that night. A few of the guys had girlfriends, but none of them showed it's up. A real sausage fest. Yeah. And this girl, who is one of our best friends now, actually chose to play trivia with this group because they were all so good looking. So <laughs> I think I got some enjoyment out of watching Dreamcatcher of being like, oh, this is she how that told- happens. I was like, she would have totally played trivia with them. I would have totally played so trivia it's a with random- them too. It's the equivalent of Tracy Lords being a post woman. Yeah. It's the likelihood of these guys being just like some random dudes in a cabin. Yes. I would say that is exactly it. Except there were four of them. Right. So maybe that gave it an extra half point. Otherwise, I would okay. have said two. I can see that. I appreciate the the good alien design. I thought the wood stuff, it actually looked cold out at least. So and almost it, like, I think I took a little bit off because of like after introducing things like the buttworm and the aliens... They didn't really do anything with it. The whole yeah. rest of the movie took place with the only alien being like inside Damian Lewis, and they didn't really have anything yeah. visual other than just regular people. Yeah, there wasn't too much to look at. And you were in the, the woods cabin. the whole time, nothing really crazy. This alien spaceship looked kind of shitty. You're not going to award anything for Morgan Freeman's eyebrows? Not a single point. Not a measly What if that's point? just what they really look like? And he, no, and he normally <laughs> trims them. They're normally like, whoa, bro. And they take care of it, but they just didn't this time for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. I'll. 
all I, I find to it hard that. to believe that they just specifically wanted to make his eyebrows look extra bushy. I that have would no be idea. really weird. Like I said, I if didn't... they did do that, that definitely should count against them <laughs> in visuals. I uh, did, like I said, I did not make it that far in the book. I don't know anything about that character. Okay. All right. So moving on to structure. I gave it a deuce. I gave it a two also. Because um, like I said, I actually really liked the general setup for the for the story, but then it kind of fell apart. Not in like a disastrous way, but then they just went a totally different direction for no reason. They should have continued with the original storyline right. and the original Kept tone. it more of like a, you know, like alien type movie mm-hmm. where they're like fighting this thing and more confined, not worry about trying to talk about aliens taking over the world. Like that can come out a little bit in the end when they realize like, but I don't, I don't even think they really needed to involve the army like in that no, big of a way at all. Not at all. And like I did, they had the weird things like the aliens were supposed to be able to communicate telepathically and they would like convince people Okay, so when he first sees the alien, it looks like the normal-looking alien that you see in, like, Roswell or whatever, which is a big head, it's gray, and got big eyes. Yeah. But they don't normally look like that. That's their telepathy. They explain that, that they purposely appear to people that way because they think it's, like, soothing, and that's what people want to see in aliens. But why wouldn't they just appear as a normal human being? Yeah. If they could appear, like, they could pass unnoticed. I... Yeah, I didn't even catch that part. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the, the aliens really look like the big butt worm, but with legs and a tail, and they just run around like <laughs> like a, like those lizards that can run on top of the water. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, that's where they would transform. Remember, it would show them standing there, like, "Don't shoot me, I we're dying." That. And yeah. then all of a sudden, they'd morph into the, what they really look like and scurry off. Yeah. So I, in the end, the core resolution to it didn't make any sense to have Duddits be an alien and to have him. This Basically, his- sacrifice him. He waits his whole life on Earth to sacrifice himself to kill one of them. Why did he take this group of four guys and why did he make them telepathic? Right. Uh, and then they even threw something in there. So, Jonesy, Damian Lewis, was supposed to have gotten hit by a car like and almost killed. Like months before their trip. And he, was, he got hit by the car because he saw a vision of Duddits that was calling him across the road. And then eventually he was like, now I understand. They never explained Duddits, that. He, no, he, this was the explanation. He said, Duddits wanted me to get hit by that car and then henry thomas jane was like duddits must have wanted him to get killed and come back because then he'd be immune oh right because they said he was he the had they alien. had to like resuscitate him and the reason the alien couldn't do something why did that couldn't matter totally take him over i don't know yeah it's because he was dead he had died or something yeah so apparently duddits knew that if jonesy had died for a little bit oh it's why the vi i think it's why the uh fungus couldn't get on him or something yeah Maybe something like that. They also didn't have a very good explanation for like the life cycle of the alien. No. Because they had like the butt worm. That incubates ha- inside a person. Which gets in there from the spores. Then it comes out and then it lays eggs. But yeah. it also, the eggs had little butt worms in them. So like why did they need yeah. to infect the people? At it any, didn't, it was. When do they get in the people and when do they. Right, right. So the. the why would one worm infect the whole so population honestly, by getting into the water? It didn't, make a, it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense. Right. But overall in terms of a movie, it was structured. It was watchable. Decently yeah, well. Yeah. You know, yeah. The characters were. Stuff like cinematography and editing was generally yeah. okay. You cared about the characters so you could get into it. You could follow it. You cared and about it. And it did have a pretty happen. good start. It did. It had a strong start. It got kind of weird in the very beginning where they're like the whole dud as a kid thing and you're like, what the fuck is this? Whatever. Yeah. But then they get in the cab and you're like, all right, this is getting weird. I kind of like it. But then it quickly just changes. I wouldn't, don't even want to say it devolves. It just totally changes to a different yeah. type of movie. Once they kill Jason Lee and then they kill Oliphant, and you're it's just like, what there. the fuck? Yeah, like him I fighting I was with watching the, a buddy movie. Yeah, and then after that, it's, it's like a totally different movie where it's more yeah. about the army 
guys and then them. Which so. is funny because a lot of times I actually like movies where that's what I said. It's not like it devolved, but like there's two different movies here. They could have made either one. But normally, I usually like movies where they like where it surprises me and they kill off a main character or a character that you think is going to be a main character. Right. A good example is Children of Men. When they killed Julianne Moore in Children of Men, that was really effective for me because I was like, oh, shit. You didn't expect oh, it, shit. yeah. They also did a good switcheroo in 28 Days Later. I don't even remember the character's name. The Mark, guy that was with the maybe. black girl in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. you thought that he was going to be your big like hero. And, like five minutes and later, then she he... hacks him to pieces yeah. five minutes later. You're like, oh, shit. And it kind of like leaves you hanging. So there are good ways to do that. But in this movie, you're just like, no, I just actually wanted to spend time with that character. Right. You could have killed him near the end and had that be... Well, it made it like that nothing they did up to that point was meaningful. Yeah. Like all of them having the weird powers and showing, like, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. They just got killed by the worm like anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, okay. Uh, so, finishing off with entertainment. I, I gave it a two. I gave it a two. Yeah, because I I was pretty entertained by the beginning. Not, by the end, I was disappointed. Yeah, it's not really boring, but it is disappointing. It you realize to watch. You realize, like, 20 minutes from the end that it's really not going to be satisfying. But you still kind of want to see what happens. Yeah, it was not difficult to watch, especially after Tommyknockers. Right. At least something happened in Dreamcatcher. Yeah, stuff's happening. Mm -hmm. It just is kind of disappointing from how they led up to it and kind of you don't really get why they would have done things that certain way. But yeah, so, overall, not terrible. So run through your, your scores. I got three, one and a half, two and two. So not a bad score overall. So two, four, seven, eight, seven, and, a half. eight and a half. And I gave it a nine and a half. At three, three, one and a half, two. So like I said, clear, clear winner Obvious. over Tommy yeah, Walker. Tommy Walker's was barely watchable. Dreamcatcher was You can check very, it out, see what you think. Yeah. It was very easily watchable. I was pretty disappointed with this one that my chosen theme didn't even pan out. Right, because we didn't get any because it was we knew the buttworms and the bleeding into the toilet thing was in this one. And you thought that they had uncontrollable menstruation or something in yeah, the Yeah, so I was like, well, that's a weird thing for him to have in two different books. Uh, let's, let's make let's a theme watch, out Yeah, of it. let's watch these movies. Because there are so many Stephen King movies, I wouldn't have known how else to choose a theme right. for them. Uh, but I think I'm I like, mean, the, al it's, the theme is aliens, I guess. Yeah. That's really the only other theme. Right, so I think e I'm gonna, Evil aliens. Yeah, because a lot of Stephen King stuff is not necessarily alien. No, most it's supernatural. And, yeah, yeah, like Pet Cemetery. Obviously, The Shining is the big one. It's right. the hotel ghosts. Uh, not in Maine. I'm. I think that's his. Yeah, because like his a ski biggest lodge or something somewhere in, in like in Colorado. Colorado, right? The Overlook Hotel. That was my favorite book growing up. Interesting. That was the reason I read so many shitty Stephen King books. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, maybe I'll find another Shining. None of them are other Shinings. I didn't hate Running Man. That Gerald's game King. is really bad. They're making. Oh, Running Man is one that was totally different from the Schwarzenegger Completely movie. Completely different from the. Schwarzenegger Had nothing to do movie. with it except the name. It was more like um, Mockingjay kind of thing. Hunger Games. It's closer to Hunger Games almost, mixed with like. Have you read it? No, you told me about it. Like they literally have to walk for like four miles an hour or something until they. No, that's called the longest walk. Oh. And that one wasn't bad. Why did either. I think that was the Running Man? No, the Running Man in the book, uh, he, it is still like a TV show, but okay. it's voluntary. Um, and you have to get across the country, okay. but like all the people in the country get rewards if they turn you in. So a so lot it's of people kind of like Death have, Race 2000. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So out. in addition to having a troop from the TV show hunting you, everyone in the country, everyone is, in the country is hunting you, looking for you. Right, and it's got some of the elements in the movies, like they 
they lie about him. They think he's got like a family, and they kill him in the ben book. Ben Richards. I remember it being a pretty good who? No, what? Ben Richards. That's his ben name. Rich- yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He was actually. American. I choose Ben Richards. Yeah, he was not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's in one the book. bad motherfucker. No, the longest walk. <laughs> that one made an impression on me though, because okay. the longest walk was confused. one where yeah, it was a. It was more not necessarily Hunger Games. That one was Volunteer too, though, right? That was Volunteer, and that was actually like it was prestigious. Right. I guess it was kind of Hunger Games, where these kids would get onto this. Uh, they would participate in this um, okay. competition, right. Where they just walked until they died. And whoever, and whoever lived the, the longest yeah. won. And the rules of the competition were you had to walk at least four miles an hour. Which is actually pretty brisk. And if you slowed down, you got like one warning, and then they like murdered you. But they murdered you by like running you over like a truck, in their Like tanks. a trail vehicle. I remember one kid, they ran him over. They only ran his legs over. So he described him like flailing and screaming. By the and side of the road Yeah, or yeah. So that one, that one made a little bit of an impression on me too. Uh, I don't think they ever made that one into a movie. But Gerald's Game was total garbage. And they're making that a movie. And you're going to watch it. Gerald's Game? Is that? Yeah, it's, it's going to have Carla Gugino in it. So okay. you're going to have to watch it. Is that another of his books? It's another one of his books. And it centers around a married couple who are trying to have kinky sex. So cool. the woman, so the woman gets handcuffed to the bed, and the bed comes alive and, and eats her. No, the husband has a heart attack and dies. So uh, she's stuck so there. So she's stuck on the bed. The whole book, she's just stuck on the bed. You don't the, think you could break a bed in like two weeks before you died? Well, well, three or four days, I guess. Well, some things are happening in the house. Like supernatural Eric, things. Uh, so is she going to be in like her underwear the whole movie? Yes. Okay. So you're totally going to see this movie. <laughs> um, I don't think it's supernatural. I think like someone breaks into the house and stuff. Like, <laughs> so. It's like rear window mixed with kinky sex. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being paralyzed, and you're of, handcuffed yeah. to the bed. And like, one of Eric's favorite hi. actresses. So, god damn, we're going to have to watch Gerald's Game. They're um, also, I mean, I'll wait till it's not in theaters. But I feel like it's not going to be in theaters Probably not. Ever. They're also making Dark Tower. That's Stephen King too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be a big movie though. A lot of people are looking right. forward to that. I don't think anybody gives a shit about Gerald's Game. Uh, no, Dark Tower... Should I actually didn't finish that book? Uh, I think just because it was too long and I was not that interested. That one looked; it could be fine. I'd watch that movie. Um, Idris Elba, Matthew yeah, McConaughey, we'll see, whatever. Who seemed like they could have been interchanged right, in the roles, in the and it would be exactly the same. So whatever. Anyway. I think that, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. So cool. uh, thank you for listening. Don't poop out any butt worms, guys. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, our email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, how about this? If you what? have any Suggestions? books that were made into movies that left out elements that were the whole reason that you watched the movie, tell me about it. Like the uncontrollable menstrual bleeding. And then you're bleeding. like, damn, the whole reason I've watched this is not even in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so go ahead, write in, tell me about it. Faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com and hopefully you'll join us next week. See ya.